Flex and Frooms. Flex and Frooms. This is the Flex and Frooms Catch Up Podcast. Good afternoon, Munchkins. You are with us, Flexi and Frumiani. I'm looking at, so when we're in the studio, we have these little screens that are made for the people who can actually panel at Cater. And it always has these random people coming up. It says, Balenciaga Pies Love Elephant Titanic. Must be some sort is of game. Is that like, what do you call Foxtrot speak? Police speak. <laughs> what is it? Delta. Alpha Delta. Alpha. Alpha. Be- no, beta. it's not, is it? It's like Mary, Onion, yeah. Xylophone. Harry? Let's continue. Okay, guys. So the other day, I'm on the phone to my mum, going for a little trot along the beach. Which, PSA, call your mum. Yeah, provided it's going to make you happy. Maybe if it's a bit more of a tense situation, it could be a weekly thing. <laughs> Put a time cap on it. Maybe you'd be in the car saying, oh, I got to my, I got to my venue. Yeah, I'm, I got to go. Yeah, bye. I got to go. We're talking on the phone and my mum, I feel, has recently discovered YouTube. Uh-oh. Yeah. So she's a big reader and often doesn't have a lot of spare time, but obviously she's somehow found herself with a bit more spare time. <laughs> I'm out in Sydney, so, you know, she's got to fill her time somehow. She has started watching YouTube videos, namely about philosophy. She's really into obsessed. that stuff. She would call herself an atheist. Okay. So I think she's, like, always been interested in Richard, Richard Dawkins and all those folks, like, laps it up. Anyway, she has now been looking at videos on YouTube about AI. She's talking on the phone to me and she's so sure. She's like, AI is going to take over the world. Yeah. And A, it's going to solve the climate crisis. I said, yes, queen. I'll still be doing my little, you know, sponsored posts with some (laughs) environmental (laughs) places because it's great. But she seems so convinced that our lives are going to completely change possibly by the year 2040 was kind of the approach of it. And, and change in what way? We don't know if it would be good or if it will be bad, but it will change in such an exponential way that our human brains cannot even fathom. Mm-hmm. So I think I've got to learn more about this. Go to the back of my mind, go on Instagram, a bit of a scroll, and I come across a page called Wait But Why. If you're listening, wait. I thought you told us about Wait By What. I did. Okay. But, I, you know, they came up on my feed again. Oh, got it. And something came up about AI. And I think, what is this about? So I go to click on his page, go to the website, wait, but why? Definitely check it out, guys. It's this American guy called Tim Urban. He explains in layman's terms massive things like evolution, concepts of evolution, does like really rudimentary graphs yes. that are sticky. Economics, figures. overpopulation. All of it. But it's always kind of, he's got like a cheeky blog esque style type of writing it's yeah, not digestible dense. i once read one literally about evolution and i think it took me three hours of steady concentration reading so he really pops his pussy it's about where we are now and then the theories of where we could go and this man is legit like he interviews top cambridge philosophers or oxford people does polls results <laughs> does is- polls <laughs> instagram <laughs> polls no he's taught me about so much stuff i sent it to my mum and my mum goes Oh, this is like, it's so true. I said it was written in 2015. Mm. She cannot believe it because she's gone down this rabbit hole of learning about AI. She's like, how did this man talk about this in 2015? And the whole point of the point of the blog post is like, no one's talking about this. This is the biggest thing. This is the internet 2.0, but in a way that we cannot even fathom. And essentially what I learned from it is that if you see humanity as a graph mm-hmm. right now and how we've kind of developed, we're going like in a straight line 
Like 45 degrees. 45 degrees up, right? And slowly computers have gone, it's kind of like a... Incremental. Incremental, but it's like start from the bottom and then it's been a very slow curve. And right now where we are is almost where the curve of the computer hits the 45 degree angle, right? So we're almost meeting. And what the AI kind of like researchers and futurists think is that once it hits the bit where it hits human intelligence... Mm -hmm. There's this thing of like law of acceleration where it'll just go zoom, 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 zoom. Yeah. and so like the progress of ten years will then become five years, but yeah. two and a half, one minute, and then suddenly a second, and now it's like a million times smarter than a human could ever be. Yeah. And for reference, like another thing, Frimi's taking off her jacket. She's getting so I'm excited. Out, guys, I'm she out. said hoodies are off. <laughs> Comprehension is open. The we Flex are learning Mummy today. Hoodie as <laughs> bought on Flex Shop Flex, Shop Flex. is off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like. They will know things that we couldn't even fathom. Like it's like so the difference between us and a monkey in terms of brain, if you're looking on a staircase, mm-hmm. is like they're one staircase below us. Yeah. Whereas the AI is like a million steps up. And this poses either an existential threat or a we live forever threat. Yeah. So it's possible that the AI will be like, yeet, peace out. Because what also happens through history, what we've learnt is that each species that's dominant dies off. Yeah. Kind of goes along the beam, then falls. Goes along the beam, then falls. Which, it looks like we're going that way a little yeah, bit, Yeah, our guys, time is coming. With the climate crisis. <laughs> we've talked about the doomsday clock. We have. We absolutely have. Whereas this could tip us off the beam in either way. It could tip us off the, the beam and, you know, kill us all, however they can do it. We don't even know how. Or it could tip us into living forever. Yes, being part human and part cyborg. But they also do say that the saving grace perhaps with AI is that it has to follow these distinct laws of robotics that this guy called Isaac Asimov made. And so with these three ru- these three laws or these rules that all robots and robotics are programmed with to ensure that they work for us and we don't work for them. Right. So let me read out the laws as they are so we don't butcher them. And when did he write these? I'm not sure when Asimov's Law of Robotics was written, but the laws as stated is that a robot shall not harm a human or by inaction allow a human to come to harm. The second law is that a robot shall obey any instruction given to it by a human. And the third law is that a robot shall avoid actions or situations that could cause it to come harm to itself. I don't know what the rules are if AI is considered a robot these days. The technology would say yes, but it's this idea that they're programmed in such a way that they can only really do our bidding because the concern is um, over years of researching what robots and AI will be able to do is that all roads lead to us humans being the problem. So if we program them to start to solve these problems and to optimize our lives and make them better, they'll soon figure out very quickly that we are the problem. Right. So if we're saying, well, we need to stop exacerbating climate change, they'll say, well, who, wait a second, <laughs> who is exacerbating it? It's you people. It's you and your feelings and your things and your overconsumption and your commitment to buying stuff when you don't need it. you got to go. Or if we start to talk about harm, right? It's like this idea of uh, robots can't harm us, but well, is that physical harm? Is that mental harm? Is it emotional harm? Are there loopholes? Can they make us want to harm each other mm. and then kill us off that way? It's very fascinating. And we talked about ages ago now, before we went on break, about how we're on track or due for immortality by 2040, based on this futurist who has an 85% accuracy rate. 
And he says that because he thinks that we're going to find a way to fuse AI with self or, or find a way to capture the essence of our person or our soul and put it in a computer or a robot. And so we don't need these, these physical deteriorating bodies to stay alive. Cool. Oh, the Flex and Froom show. They do it all. They really do. <laughs> that was quite concise. <laughs> We're That's amazing. A but guys, if you want to keep learning, I would say Wait But Why is a really good starter point. That's where I was at after many, many, about a year now of being on Kata talking about AI every single week. <laughs> it's important Shut to start up. with the building blocks. <laughs> You've been listening to the Flex and Froom's daily podcast. For more, tune into Kata on DAB or stream it on iHeartRadio.